Hey everyone, welcome to the sixth episode of the In Rotation podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm here with uh, Jonathan and Roman, and today we're going to be talking about uh, the album Everything by Code of the Friend. It's his uh, 2020 project, and Code of the Friend, he's a Brooklyn-based rapper. Uh, he was born and raised in Brooklyn, and uh, he's been around music his whole life. He used to, his first, like, venture into music because he was a trumpet player for a long time before he was a rapper and so like that's pretty evident in a lot of his music is there's a lot of horns a lot of trumpets and he's pretty known for his just use of uh instrument like heavy instrumentals with a lot of brass in those and uh he's got he one thing he is is that's also his staple is he just makes positive music like he's about just real positivity, good vibes. Like he said when making this album, he said uh, that he wanted to make an album that was just 100% happy songs. Like he didn't really want to do sad sad vibes for this album. So that's basically what everything is. It's just a super positive album that's kind of supposed to be incredibly uplifting to those who listen to it. So with all that said, uh, what did y'all think of it? I definitely see that happy vibe. Like, that definitely comes through. Like, listening to it, the only thing I could think was, like, I can't wait to listen to this during the summer. Yeah. It's just a summer album to me. 100%. Like, listening to it on a sunny day. Yeah. Uh, I like the album, for the most part. I can't say that I actually enjoyed most of the tracks on the album, but I enjoy Coda, The Friend like the artist mm-hmm. so um yeah it was just kind of a a weird listen because like i can't really tell you what i disliked about certain ones of these tracks but they were just like sonically not there for me like they just didn't stick with you yeah not now that you mentioned the brass and then he like tries to put a lot of brass into the songs it might just be like the way that that's like forced into some of the tracks Although, um, I don't think that the tracks are just, like, horrible or bad. I just feel like they just kind of miss me. Okay. Yeah, the way, I would, the way I would sum up my feelings about it is I think it's good, but none of it impressed me. You know, none of it, none of it like, stood out. I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking sick. Like, it was all You're very solid, like... very well done, but nothing exactly. too crazy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely nothing, like, super new. It's... Yeah. Like, if you like this style of music, you're going to love this album. And if, like, you're not really feeling it, you're just... Yeah, it's not going to change your mind about this genre. <laughs> and I don't know, for me, personally, like, there's a lot of that... Like, I'm a sucker for some some great horns. Like, if you've got some really good trumpet in the background, I'm just a sucker for that. Like, I love the trumpet. Yeah, um, now that, that you mentioned uh, it, like, they did... Like, thinking back on the album, I do, like... I remember hearing trumpets pretty often, and I thought it was a mm-hmm. nice touch. Yeah, and it's it, it's kind of whenever I hear that those more jazz kind of inspired uh, beats, I always think of Brooklyn, New York kind of area. Like, there's a lot of really good old artists that used to do a lot of stuff like that, and I think that's kind of what Co- like Coda tries to pay sort of homage to and gets a lot of his influences from. And I think it's that's pretty apparent through a lot of, especially songs like BQE, which is uh, the one that had Joe, uh, the, his track with Joey Badass on it. Right. And that's just a 
straight just New York track. Him, uh, Joey Badass and Boz. You know, speaking of this just track, you were talking about this track a lot before you uh, recommended this album for us to listen to. Yeah. And uh, I'm just really interested to hear like what's your what's your favorite verse from this tra- this track? I mean, it's Joey Badasses. It's really? Joey Badasses. I love Joey Badass. Nah, dude. You didn't like Bass, it? Bass has the best verse. I think Joey's verse is actually kind of one of the weaker Joey verses I've ever heard. Oh. Yeah. A, a weak Joey verse. I, I can't. I can't verse. remember the Joey verse. <laughs> dude, I just I you remember really the Boss verse. Enjoy his Joey verse. I'm a big Boss fan, so I feel like I'm kind of biased, but I'm also a massive Joey fan too. Yeah. I think that he does like great on almost uh, like everything else. But I've actually never heard him spit a verse that was kind of like not that great in my opinion. And I think and you didn't think and you felt like that verse just like hit the mark, like just didn't hit the yeah, mark. Yeah, I mean. like if I'm being honest, I think I would put Koa's verse above Joey's on this. Oh song. wow! And then, but Boss, I think like far and away has like the best verse. Yeah. I just think I, his cadence is good. I think his lyrics are really good, and I think he fits the song better. Yeah, I, I felt like this song. I don't know. I love when Joey came in over those horns. It felt like something like a track from Before to Money to me. Like it had. They definitely gave him the like all star spot in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah, by putting him middle. but yeah. I still feel like Boss like showed him up. Yeah, I mean he's 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 not like, well previous number two before Jid under mm-hmm. all. But uh, yeah, like I feel like he he definitely shines out in that in that spot. And I don't know, I feel like the horns and like just the the whole like the energy of the song fits more into Boss's thing, just a little bit more, just a then, teeny bit. Like it's very very New York esque, you know. Yeah. Like you said, like it has that all over it. But yeah, I just uh, I just feel like nah, Joey did not. I mean, I don't really have any kind of like rebuttal to that. I just I love. The Joey verse. Boz would probably be my second favorite verse on it. And then Coda's. I think they're all good. Like, I love that song. I've listened to that song so many times since I listened to this album. Uh, But I don't know. I just think they they all hit the mark. And uh, I I don't know. I'm just a sucker for a Joey verse. And I I listen to it. And like, when he comes in, he's like, I pull up my skirt. And I'm just like, oh, I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, nah. And <laughs> I think that's that's kind of the thing that does it for me. It's the way he's and then yeah, he like it doesn't feel like Joey. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It doesn't feel like Joey to me. Like, like honestly, like I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, what was Joey's version? Like I knew he was on it. I knew Boss was on it. Like I knew they were on it. But when I think of that song, I can't really remember. Think uh, you can't Joey's identify him. Yeah, like it was kind of forgettable to me. Okay. Right. What I will say is BQE is probably the first track on this album I enjoy. I know there's only two tracks before it, but I, yeah. You don't like either really, of those? I like I Summer House really a lot. I don't like, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't hate on Summer House. Like, it sounds fine, but sonically mm-hmm. there's just something about it that, like, prevents me from liking it more. I just, I, I'm like, I went into this album really wanting to like some of this stuff, and it's just like, I ended up, just being indifferent about a lot of it. Yeah. Did, is I mean, it just how mellow, like, Summer House is? Because it's just, like, a really mellow, kind of slow, easygoing song. Okay, well... It feels like I the think, morning to me. <laughs> so, I think it just... 
only reason I'm so critical of Summer House is because it is the intro. It's the first thing I'm hearing. It, yeah, so, it's, it's immediately what you're expecting the album to be from there. Like, it sets your sets the pace. Yeah, and then... I don't know, there's just something about it. I can't, I can't, I can't enjoy it. It's just not... <laughs> and then Mikasa is Mikasa's probably my least favorite song on this whole project. I'm I sorry. would tend to not necessarily agree has, with that. I think it has one of the worst choruses on the entire entire project. I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. It. It. Uh. It just feels corny. It feels really, really corny when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Honestly, unfortunately, that's how I feel about a lot of parts of the album. Yeah. There's one but, song that the, the song that I think is the worst song on the album is Morocco. I thought Morocco was incredibly really? cheesy. I thought Morocco was corny and cheesy, like, to all hell, and it's my least favorite track on the album. But I, I, I mean, actually Kaza enjoy Morocco. I would Morocco. not agree. I actually really I, like Morocco. Whoa! I Morocco, yeah. I, I, I was going to say it, but... I thought Toby Lou's verse is, like, really just, uh... <laughs> I Interesting. It, Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, okay, okay. This might be well, that's a, that more interesting than I thought. True, true, true. Okay, so I was just gonna say this about Morocco, dude. I really, really, really appreciate the like the cadence and the like pronunciation, like that both of them have. Like Toby Lou, more to uh, more extreme. He kind of had this like I don't want to call it baby talk. But it's like, uh, like just the way that they're like half pronouncing words, uh, a lot of the time just really comes off as like it was like intended, and it fits the song, it fits the vibe, it fits the energy. I feel like the production on Morocco is probably one of the best like productions. Yeah, it's got a nice album. pocket in the beat. Oh that... man, I really enjoyed Morocco. And then the horns in Morocco too, like the that yeah. horn line. That horn line is probably one of the best ones on the project. It does have a good yeah. horn line, but I just yeah. I think that's the most cheesy song like on the on the album uh, like toby lou's verse is cheesy as hell he's like look here let me freaking pull up what he says because what he says is <laughs> i don't know i, just I ain't ever like... been to morocco <laughs> but, but i, I probably go there when the shit dropped though yeah it's a little corny it's really like, corny it's being real it's a little corny but i enjoy it i feel like the rest of the song i'm okay okay i think the corniness and and this song is more like i'm not taking myself so seriously this is a very fun song corny versus i'm really trying to do the chance thing i got hella chance vibes i i would tend to i think that's just like whenever there's like the like well, you got like Kyle who makes music kind of like this, where it's just like super just uplifting, and which like I like I like always with Kyle and him on it. I thought that was a pretty good just pairing. Uh, I don't really have much to say about always. I don't have a lot to say. I just kind of like I I don't think I'm gonna listen to it a ton after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just I not enjoy a huge Kyle, Kyle fan. Yeah, I'm not like yeah, big into either. Kyle. But I like so him I think in that's features part of every now and then. I want to go back to it because I don't know. I just can't get into Kyle. I don't hate him. I just I can't get into his music. I've never listened to like a solo Kyle project. I've listened to a couple of his singles and then like his features. But yeah. I don't know. I he, I felt like he, him and Coda 
do just pretty similar stuff, so I thought their pairing, like, was yeah, pretty like, solid. In terms like, of I thought like, they bounced off each other pretty well. Yeah, like, thematically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so, I don't have anything bad similar. about it. I just... Yeah. Indifferent, I guess. I would say Kyle does that kind of baby talk type of cadence sure. thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like Coda and Toby Lou on Morocco definitely kill that way harder than Kyle ever could. And I think <laughs> that's also what, what makes the song so enjoyable for me. But yeah, that Kyle's like the perfect example. Like he really, he really sells that whole, yeah. like four-year-old talk talk yeah. rap. I, don't, <laughs> I hate to call it that dude but it's it's nothing else to call it it's just like for lack of a better word yeah i need a phrase for that i'll think of it yeah uh for me one of the things that i like when listening to this album kind of irritated me was the mm-hmm. fact that it's a 12 song album and three of those songs are interludes like it's a yeah. 37 minute album and it's got a quarter of the tracks are interludes. Yeah. Like that just seemed unnecessary. Like why have that many? And yeah. like the the whole idea of a lot of them is he's having people come on and talk about like what they really enjoy, like things that what everything means bring them, them happy. Yeah, what everything means to them. And so like it's them like thematically it's good, but I just didn't feel like they needed as much of it. I didn't the only one I had a problem with that I didn't really like was seven. Yeah, the other yeah. two. The other yeah. two I didn't really like notice. Like I knew they were interludes, but they didn't take me out of it. Yeah, like you said they, they fit in thematically very well. Still, and like there's still kind of music going on. I think so. Exactly. They, they didn't yeah. take me out of it, but seven took me out of it. I just yeah. think seven is not a good track. I would tend to yeah. agree with that because I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like. The, half the first song. half is a song, yeah, yeah, but I completely forget the song because then we get to the interview. It's just a verse, like it's a verse, but it's not anything like. To write home about, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's a very could have done without, and mm-hmm. I think I also felt that way because, like I said, I did enjoy the first two tracks. BQB comes on, it's cool. Long mm-hmm. Reach is straight, but it's not like anything amazing. And then we hit an interlude, and I'm like. Oh man, I'm not That's feeling the album. And yeah, like already. you can't. Like, yeah. You're a quarter of the way through, and you're like, "Dang, I'm not getting into this as much as I thought." I I expected more. So I didn't even know he was from New York. I thought he was from like Chicago. Ah, uh, because of Saba, because he's mm. like he runs with that crew like pretty often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did, they did that one song, but I see them like promoting each other's stuff like all the time. So I know that they run kind of close. So I thought he was first of all. I thought it was from Chicago. Um, but he does kind of fit that sound a little bit in the production. Like they use a lot of the same, uh-huh. like the intro track sounded kind of like a Sava track to me. But I like how Sava does. I like how Sava executes it a lot more. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. I would tend to like. I'll I think say Sava's that. I'll way. say I like Sava like how he executes it a lot more. But yeah. I did get a little bit of that vibe. But yeah, I went into it expecting that because I thought he was from Chicago. I didn't know anything about him. <laughs> And then he started talking about New York. I'm like, oh, okay, he's not from fucking Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, BQE, it stands for Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Yeah. But even though I don't like the... Well, I'm not a big fan of Seven. I really, really like Lupita's interlude. 
I just feel like what was spoken, I relate to very heavily. Yeah. Like, a lot of what what she was dropping, I was, like, I was picking up on that. I was, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the little instrumental in the back is nice, honestly. The instrumental in the back is nice. That's what I'm saying. It didn't take me out of it at all. It felt very natural. It felt like... Yeah, this can go here. This is perfectly I, fine. I think if you it's kept not... Lupita's and Lakeith and just take out seven, then you, then it's just... Yeah. Two what interludes did what an interlude is supposed to do, which I think part of my problem with most interludes is that it does not feel like it's doing what an interlude is supposed to do. Yeah, it's, it's not a... breaking it up the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. It's just like a break, but it needs to be sort of like a transition between like, all right, here's this section of the album. We're going to take a little break from that because we're going to change it up now. And yeah. the interlude's meant to like ease you into the new... Yeah. setting right. and most interludes i feel like don't do that they're just there and distracting and take me out of it for no reason yeah but lupita's is nice yeah and then yeah i don't know my favorite track away park i yeah. don't enjoy the chorus but i think everything else about the track is stellar it's amazing these verses that photo yeah. drops in away park are some of the best bars he's dropping on this <laughs> album. Like, I just really, really, I don't know. I just like everything about the track, other than the. Course. I don't know. I like that. I like that whole section from Away Park to Morocco. Volvo's pretty good too. I think Volvo's solid. Yeah, Volvo's another miss. Like, it's not bad. It's whatever. Yeah, it's a That's fair. Track. So how many? So like, Jonathan, how many tracks on this album did you actually like enjoy? Five. Five out of five? Seven, and one of those is an interlude. <laughs> Wait, did you say five or Wait, did five you say... out of seven? Five, I mean, five out of 12, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Five out of 12, and one of them is an interlude. So I like BQE, I like Away Park, I like Morocco, and I like his outro, everything. That's Everything's really, good. That's yeah, his kid at the end. Everything is an amazing song. Yeah. I, will, I will give it that. And it, it, it does, I think, sum up the album very well. It does include his super, super positive vibes. It does a lot of what I feel like the album is trying to accomplish, and it does it well. Um, one, one thing I'd say about it is, like, I think everything does a really good job of, like, executing what it meant to do. So, like, it came in with the goal of making an album that's just gets you in a happier place. As it sets you, like, and it's supposed to make you think about what everything means to you and all of that. But it did fall flat on a couple of tracks. Like, there's a lot of forgettable moments in it. But I think it's good for, like, in the future, like, CODIS can clearly understand how to make an album or theme an album. So, I don't know. I'm excited for what he does in the future, for sure. True. I feel like if I go back, I will enjoy him more. Because I realized this album was released in 2020. I'm not sure when in 2020. But I... I mean, one of my favorite Coda songs before I really knew... or Well, we'll say, okay, this is the first time I've listened to one of his entire projects. Like, yeah. all the way through. But the song Colorado, like, is yeah. one of the, the few songs that I do know him for. And it sounds like it could fit on this album, but it's two years prior, you know? Yeah. So it seems like the guy has, like, very consistent ideas about the type of music he wants to release and like what his sound is and like where he like you know thrives where he fits in yeah so i just i think he just kind of needs to i don't know 
go through some better things in 2021 to make better music, I guess. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't mean that to sound as a diss. I just feel like a lot of this was kind of, um, I think a big part, like I would tend to agree with that. I think a big step for him will just be differentiating himself more. Like, I think he should lean a lot more into, well, here, let me think about that a little bit more. I think, like, if he leaned a little bit more into the instrumental-type tracks and a little less away from, like, electronics, because I think, I don't know, a lot of people like this song, uh, Long Beach. I, wait, Long Beach? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, Long Beach. But personally, I felt like it was one of the weaker tracks on it because it kind of goes away from the, like, horns and the instrumental, and it's a lot more, like, electronic. And I thought that wasn't really his... I didn't think it fit him that well. Yeah, it's very Kitchenauta vibes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's very Kitchenauta. Who's produced it? Yeah. But not Kitchenauta. But yeah, it's very Kitchenauta. <laughs> almost like a little bit of Anderson Pack in there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah that, I, when I heard it, that's all I could think. is like, this is a Kitchenauta track. I'm like, did Kitchenauta produce this? I'm like, there's no way he did it. Yeah. And I mean... Like, he did it. And even then, I think this track is... It didn't make the like list. And I love yeah. Kitchenauta. I, yeah. I, I agree that this is a weaker track, but mm-hmm. I also think that other tracks are weaker on the album, and I think this is, like, top. I think it's a solid track. I just didn't think... I felt like he didn't own it like he could have. I thought it was a pretty good yeah, beat. Yeah, I feel and, like he didn't, he didn't match the energy yeah. of the beat. And the beat, the beat was kind of missing something, yeah. too. Like it, I mean, it's not Kitchenauta, and you can tell that yeah. it's, like... Yeah. Almost, it's inspired by Kitchenauta, but you can tell it's not. Like, it's missing something. It's missing the little extra, like, Kitchenauta touch, I guess. Go ahead and use my it's phrase. It's missing something. It's underbaked, bro. It's underbaked. <laughs> That's what it is, you know? Yeah. You know, it's what it is. Like, I mean... It has, like, something missing, but you don't know what that something is, you know? Yeah. It's, I don't know, like... My thoughts on the project is... I don't have as much criticism as Jonathan does, maybe. Like, I think Summer yeah. House is okay. I don't hate Mikasa, but oh my God. I don't love anything. Like, there's none of these that I'm like... Like, I, there's good tracks on here, but none of it's, like... Winning you over. Something I would have on repeat. Nothing I would have on repeat, you know? Interesting. And, like, I don't even know that he's missing in terms of, like, skill. Like, I think he's... Like you said, he does make a very good thematic album. He did that and executed it really well. But it's not something, it's not new. It's not doing anything crazy. It's not interesting enough, I think. It's good, it's well done, but it's not interesting. Yeah. Like it's not taking the genre, like, it's not taking the genre in any real, like, new directions, so. No, would, yeah. Coda's not pushing any boundaries here. Yeah. It's not a front. Yeah. No. I don't think, I don't think like that's it, what he's trying seems, to it do. It feels like he's... Like, I haven't listened to his old stuff, but if Colorado or whatever is from two years ago and sounds similar, I think he has found sort of a comfort zone. Yeah. Where he's like, this is the type of sound I do, this is what I make, and I'm going to keep iterating on that, but not iterating on it enough. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. Like, I, I hate it's a, I hate to seem like I'm just, like, shitting on it, because I'm not. I liked it. I think it was pretty good, but it's not something I'd come back to very often. I'll listen to it in the summer, because I think it's got a really good summer vibe. Yeah. Like, I would listen to it in the car with the windows down type of shit. Yeah, it came out in May but It came out Once May I do 22nd. that, like, once or twice, I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> once I've done that once or <laughs> twice, I think that's about as much as I'm going to get from the album as I could. I was talking to a friend of mine about the album, like, earlier today to try and, like, get my thoughts together about it. 
And what he was saying about it was he thought that it's like really good driving and just vibe music, but it's music that like when you sit down and just like really listen and like focus on it, it's not like it's not a sit down and focus kind of album. It's album to have like it's it's really good driving music. I'll say that like BQE is a it's, fucking it's great driving song. Yeah, it's not one of those that you listen to over and over again to discover new things. Yeah, like on each listen, exactly. It's just like it's like once you listen to it once or twice, you got everything you're gonna get from it. You're not gonna find any like mm-hmm. hidden meetings or anything yeah. like that, or like little details. It's just a well done album, but nothing special. But I want to self analyze to everything by Coda the Friend. <laughs> How will I do that? <laughs> if I, I want to write it. I want to write a 12-page book report about everything. I just want him to tell me what I value in life, you know, and what everything, everything means to me. And if I can't get that here, then this album is a failure. <laughs> I need the answers to everything. Especially I mean, the name was everything. I expected to know what know what that meant. Exactly. Yeah. I thought he had the answers, like Mrs. Like Mary Poppins. <laughs> But uh, I was gonna say the little Coda feature was very was very nice. Yeah, nice little outro, especially mm-hmm. after um, what was that last guy's name? Open mic. Uh, open, open. Oh mic. yeah, open, open mic. mic even even yeah, it's, it's like nice that we have like another. Uh, you know, more people have been doing that as of lately, like putting their yeah. their children kids on, on their, their tracks. Children, yeah. <laughs> especially on yeah. the titular track. He's like, oh yeah, I got it. In the yeah, producing credits or the writing credits. Well, plus, it's like his kid means everything to him, so. True. I got that throughout the album. His yeah. kid means a lot to him. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not mistaken, in Seven, that's what he talks about, um, you know, being there for his kid and, like, yeah. not going out with Pete over, like, his, like, celebrity friends, over being there with his kid. Because when he's done being a celebrity, like, he's still going to have a kid and all that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, he definitely bared his personality through... 100%. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that interlude specifically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really like, bad. But I mean, his message was it's good. Like, it's like, like, I get the message, but it's like, all right, like, this isn't as meaningful as you think it is. It's like almost fake deep. Is it? Like, I get what you're saying, but I'm like, <laughs> you're to, not like. That's when you had to have been there for like, listening this is in it, on a recording. It, you're like, yeah, like, you'd be like, oh, well, my kid means everything to me. Once I die, everything doesn't matter. It's like, all right, well, yeah, that's not the hot take you think it is. <laughs> it's like a lot of people have come to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, like that was my issue with it. I'm like, all right, but why did this have to be on the album as an interlude? You can, you can like, cool, I guess. Like you, but you had I other like, stuff. That's something you say like in an interview. Yeah, yeah. Right, like to give, to help people get an idea of like what you value and stuff like that. But I didn't feel like it needed to be on the album. Yeah, my man, it is what it is. My man's read his horoscope. And they told him he was gonna be like, <laughs> really valuing things lately, you know. He's gonna tell them which yeah. one is what in his life, and so he got in the the booth and <laughs> decided to tell us what is what. He whipped out the Apple voice notes. All right, Roman. So if you had to choose, if you had to choose a favorite song, what would it be? Would it be let me let me because um, I said Away Park. Yeah, you did. I would also say everything, but I think I like Away Park more. I might say Volvo, really? if not Away Park. Oh, I really liked Volvo. 
what about Volvo do you guys like so much? This song is so I like the beat. The guitar the in the background nice. is really chill. Yeah, the guitar is nice. Like there's a the little strumming. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel like Volvo is kind of is like the epitome of what I'm talking about of why I don't like Summer House and Mikasa. It's just like although the beat is chill and it's cool and that guitar is there, it's just like intentionally trying to force the guitar into the song has made the song uncomfortable for me to listen to. I don't think like it's it trying. I think the like guitar. I don't think it's forced in because there's not even that. I mean, the the beat doesn't even have that much going on. It's the guitar and drums and that's like it. Yeah. I feel like the okay like. And it's, like, light strumming. It's not, like... And it's, like, a guitar sample. It's just, like, a loop that they threw in there. I don't think it's anything crazy. It's almost like the loop was the start, and then they built this beat around it that doesn't fit around the sample. That's, like, how it sounds to me. That's the type of sound I get. It's, like, I want to, like, bob to it, and then I'm just kind of, like, there's, like, a part that doesn't sync right, or the timing doesn't work, and I'm, like, oh, man. Where are we going with this, man? Interesting. I don't know. Summer House is kind of the same way. Like It's like the exact same way. It's like the beat's fine, technically, but there's just something about it, like the longer the song goes on, that makes it feel like I'm getting offbeat or it just doesn't work as well as it should work. You, you don't get that? Interesting. Not at all. Like, I get what you're saying, but I don't yeah. really feel that with the song. Summer House does it a lot better, but like Volvo is like definitely that. Interesting. Yeah. If not that, then I would say Away Park is... I, I mean, I agree with you. Away Park, everything, are top two. They're also in the top, like, best songs of the album, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad but, I mean, if someone said Always was their worst song. I could see that. Just in comparison yeah. to the rest of the album. I just think Always is, like... It's solid, but I don't think it's anything, like, great. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I could pick a worse song. There's not a lot I hate. Yeah. On here. Mikasa. I'm just, I'm just indifferent to it. I'm just like, it's, it's okay. Mikasa. But I feel that, like, I feel Mikasa. a lot of those songs are like on that. You think level. it's a lot of, like, it's okay. It's a lot of C plus. Yeah, it's a lot of C pluses, but no Fs. You know. I get that. I'm still shocked y'all like Morocco, but y'all were talking about like cheesy verses earlier. Like, dude, I just think Toby. But it's like intense. There's a difference between like a verse that's like trying to be cheesy and kind of has like a beat that goes along with it. And you can tell that they're just like in the studio having fun. Yeah. And a song that's trying to be serious but ends up cheesy because then that's just corny and that's just not good. Yeah, trying too hard to be <laughs> like it, it, like being it's like when you try to be deep on a song and then it ends up just sounding like that. Seven in really, it really is. <laughs> Seven's pretty bad. Yeah. But but no picking interludes for your least favorite track, sadly. Yeah, exactly. These rappers with, you know, the the in their name, they just they don't hold up, bro. I'm sorry. Chance the rapper (laughs) coded up. Yeah, man. Who else is there? Oh, I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) He's the echo. Bro, don't put that on Coda's name, though. He's the echo, bro. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. I can't. I can't. Coda, I love him. I mean, he's even got, like, a hat on in, like, the... Like in his picture, it's kind of like the Yeah, I didn't, I didn't make that link, but as soon as you brought it up, I'm like, yeah. I mean, they're both just trying to make happy upbeat music, I guess. And they're both kind of corny. I feel like that comes with a lot of the like happy rap kind of stuff. It comes a lot of it comes across. Name, name, name someone who's like 
their whole artist statement is, I make happy, upbeat music, and isn't, like, corny on some level. Kyle, corny on some level. Kyle's really corny. (laughs) Exactly. Happy, feel-good music, and it's not corny, none whatsoever. Boom. Who? He said Oh, Kei But he's not a rapper. Oh, you want a rapper specifically? Yeah, because I think what comes what comes cornier most of the time the is... Verses. Like, the verses. Because the beats are like always... They I say. like the beats and a lot. Like, Kei Tronada makes music for you to dance to. Like, he, he, he's, he wants the, his shit to be at clubs. Like, he wants you to be dancing to that shit. So, of course, he's going to make... A beat. He's not going to make you cry in the club. You're not going to be dancing to that. I don't know if these people want positive music, but they definitely um, want some type of music. I'm looking at all of his, like... I don't know, man. That's a really good one. A rapper who just... Logic? No, he definitely... Logic makes... Corny. Logic, what are you talking Logic about? Logic makes He's some like, really deep, like, sad stuff. He does, but he also tries to be, like, kind of positive. And when he does do that, like, super positivity, like, it comes out... I can't... Like, I can't like, Black I can't get into Logic. Or, um... Although I really like Black song. I can't get That's, into that, man, at You can't get into Logic? Like, at all? At all. I could, like, his first... Okay, I could... Kindly could with his, uh... What was it? Under Pressure? Under Pressure is solid. But even then, the, Under Pressure is like, all right, he's trying to be Kendrick. Dude, well, he just wears his influences on his sleeve. It's just kind of how loud Yeah, exactly. Which, like, when I heard Under Pressure, I'm like, all right, this is fine, but I can't wait to see him, like, create his own sound after wait. this. And then after that, Did just... you listen to No Pressure, though? The 2020 one? The newest one? No, I never got around You should really listen to that one. I honestly think that's probably one of his better projects. I mean, that's what I've heard. That's the one that's, like, actually good. But yeah, I just haven't checked them out. I checked out Incredible True Story. That was, like... That's what I was just about right. to ask. What did y'all think of Incredible True Story? Because, like, I don't want to get too off topic here, but, like, what do y'all think of that album? It's all right. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, in the moment, I, like, definitely enjoyed... In the moment, that when that album yeah. came out, I listened to that album. A ton, because that album's good, but, dude. I'm sorry. Like, it's got enough, it's, that has it's, tons of bangers. That's that's an album just loaded with bangers. This is like his My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy in a way. Like That's such a big statement. It's really like he's just bleeding Kanye all over this album. I'm sorry. Like I I refuse to let anyone tell you any differently. He's bleeding Kanye. With, like, Bro, he bleeds Kanye on Bobby Tarantino too. <laughs> I feel like he's bleeding more like like he's channeling more his like Wayne slash Kendrick influences on Bobby Tarantino, I would argue, because I like mixtape slash EP, so I feel like he's channeling those rappers that have a bit more rugged and raw, like, style, while Kanye, this is, like, overproduced, grandiose, like, very regal-sounding, a big whole story, like, I have It's interviews. a movie. I mean, it's I have Neil deGrasse Tyson play Jesus in his album, like, how much more pretentious <laughs> yeah. can you get, dude? And, like, Come on, man. I don't know. But I really enjoyed this project. Not to get off topic, though, like you said. I liked it in the moment. Haven't revisited in years, so I can't tell you an honest answer anymore. All right. But any, anything after that, I just... Everything after that that I've heard, I've not liked at all. No. And then just... And then, like, let's not even get into Supermarket. I didn't even bother listening to that. Yeah, but... I didn't bother listening to Supermarket either. But when people were saying that was good, I'm like, there's no way that's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And then Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Just look at that fucking cover, bro. I'm not listening to that. That was a really bad album, honestly. 
Yeah, I heard that too, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, not dude. even gonna bother listening to that. Yeah, shit. Not sure. And then No Pressure, I've heard nothing but good things about No Pressure, so I might check that out eventually. I just have no desire to. Like, I don't. If I'm missing out on it, then it sucks. I guess. Plus, I really the care. album cover for that was designed by the same guy that did uh, that did the Cuddy album Several and albums. the. Yeah, but I'm not gonna pick an album just off the album. But like he's been on two straight albums. I do, but that's not gonna be like, oh shit. Well, I hate that's gotta be what pushes you over. Like I don't know. Sometimes when I see a great album cover, I'm like, if I'm like half fifty fifty on listening to the album, I'm like, oh man, the cover just makes me want to do it. No, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But if it's someone I already don't like, I'm not gonna listen to their album just because that cover is suddenly good. You know? Well, I mean, I'll check it out eventually. I just have other stuff I'd rather listen to. just, like, drop this in the mix as well before we, like, move on, you know? You should also listen to Everybody. Um, the album art's done by the guy who did The Man on the Moon and Modus Vivendi. So, you know, he was on a different wavelength when he did that. And this album was actually not that I bad. don't like Everybody. Really? Everybody's what made me stop listening to Logic. Wait, that's the one with the 1-800 yeah. song. Though. Everybody True. sucks, yeah, I still man. Like this album. Fuck that, bro. I still like this album. You got Ansel Elgort, Elgort as a feature. I think literally the album is good right up until like 187, 1800, you know. Bro, whatever. everybody is the what everyone has a problem with Logic, and it's that he has nothing to say. I don't know. I kind of like this album, though. I still feel like Sonic was this problem. This is a decent album. Every, uh, uh, everybody's just an hour long. Everybody's hour what long. made me. I mean, stop do you not want to hear Ansel Elgort or Killer Mike or whatever. Like, I feel like the features carry a lot, but hey, it's all good. One eight hundred sucks. Yes. Yeah, I just never got into it because I mean, I just can't take. I'm trying to remember if I liked like what songs I liked on this album. Our way yeah, we off topic. Yeah, I'm sorry about it, but. <laughs> Back to Coda. So yeah, back to the original question. A happy rapper whose entire mission statement is to oh, make happy a music not corny. I don't they're think all corny. there is a person. There's not that many of them, but the ones that like make that their mission, like it's not going to be good because it's not genuine. You're going to force happiness when you're not happy. Just look at it like this. I mean, yeah, so like it's, it, there's a difference between someone who makes a bunch of happy songs and someone who's like, I'm only making happy songs, which I think is the problem yeah, when you're trying to exactly. think about this. Because there's a lot of guys who have made it's, really... It, doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. No, yeah, you can make songs, but I'm saying like if that's your deal, that's your whole thing, like... You're, I'm just never... You're just one-sided. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard to show a lot and of And that goes for, like, any artist. Like, I'm not saying just rappers, but any artist that's like, oh, I make happy, fun music, like, a lot of the times it falls yeah. flat. Yeah. All right, Al City. Get out of here. <laughs> Fireflies. Yeah, that falls flat. Why would I listen to Al City? Fireflies and, like, one other track. All I need. That's it. <laughs> exactly. All right, um... So we said least favorite. We said favorite. Um, any closing comments on it? Any things y'all want to say before we move on? Um, I feel like, Coda, you won't be listening to this episode. And if you did listen to this episode, you probably didn't make it this far. But <laughs> if you did, I just want to say that I enjoy you as an artist. Keep making positive music. <laughs> just uh, try to be less chancy. 
and I would like you a whole lot more. <laughs> but this project really wasn't that bad. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I just wish I I want in the future I want Coda to lean more into the instrumental stuff, and I don't know, maybe try making something a little more something with a little more variety in it. Honestly, I'm pushed out yeah. of this comfort zone. I don't think necessarily just like man. I just can't stop thinking about like this whole happy thing. <laughs> like. I don't have a problem with it. I think it can be done. Like, there's nothing wrong with yeah. happy music, obviously. Like, that's stupid to be like, oh, I only listen to sad <laughs> shit and angry shit. Like, that's also just, like, Only edgy. Ridiculous. But, and I think there is a lot to be said about, like, trying to have a positive message. Like, I think that is important a lot of the time. But I think more, my main issue is just that none of it stands out a lot. And I think he's kind of found a pocket, like a comfort zone of like, this is the type of music I make. This is what I sound like. Um, but I think there's more development that can be done on it. Like you can keep iterating on it and adding new stuff and pushing forward and out of your comfort zone. And I think that's what keeps me coming back to artists or albums in general, is just when they do something that I didn't expect in a good way. So, like, this album was good. I'll listen to it a few more times, probably. Like I said, once the weather is warmer, I think it'll be perfect for, like, just, like, general... The summer vibes. Every day, like... Yeah, just, like, when I want music playing, for example. But it's not something I'm going to sit and, like... I was like, oh, I can only listen to this album with headphones on in a dark room laying down. I need to put 100% of my focus on it, you know? But, yeah. It's good. I just don't see myself coming back to it too often. Coda, go out and get yourself a Stevie Wonder feature where he plays harmonica on your track. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be pretty dope. Because you have these jazzy things going on, man. Yeah. Could be cool. Yeah, if he leans into more of that jazzy sound. That I think the trumpets are like really like... a good part of his beats, and I want him to do more tr- with trumpets. Yeah, I think the trumpets are like, are the trumpets are one thing that says his uh, like production yeah. apart, I think. Because you yeah. don't hear that super often, and especially not that... If you do, it's like, oh shit, this song has trumpets, and then that's like a a song or two that you hear trumpets on. But when it's something that they feature throughout their music and throughout their albums and utilize it in mm-hmm. different ways, like that's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, I think leaning more into that would be really interesting. I find it kind of weird how people haven't bit like the whole trumpet usage that he's doing. Because you remember, like... In 2018, I think it was, or 2017, when, like, somebody dropped a flute on one of these rap songs, and then, like, for the next two years... Yeah, I was on a future everyone song. Everyone had a flute, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm really surprised that this trumpet thing hasn't spread like wildfire throughout the community, but, you know, I would be okay but with But I think it. the flute thing also just happened. That was on a future song, wasn't it? So, like, went huge... I don't know. I remember so many songs, dude, having flutes. Like, it's really yeah, fun. But I think, I think exactly. it was, uh... On future, person. was it mask off? Was that the one that went first, or was that way? Maybe it was mask off. Mask off seems about right. Seems about right. Because mask off definitely had a very prominent one, and I think from there there were already a lot of beats with the flute, but it got even crazier after yeah. that. Uh, Might have to yeah. learn to piccolo. <laughs> yeah. You know clarinet. Throw some clarinet into the. Do you want to go into uh, in rotation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so. 
I can start us off. So for me, uh, some songs that I've been listening to a ton uh, this week has been uh, Options by Earth Gang and Walleye. Yeah, they dropped the song fairly recently, and I've been listening to that song nonstop since they dropped it. And the other song that I've been listening to a ton is uh, we we talked about NX Worries last week, and since then I've been listening to Suede just a ton. It's <laughs> like, so good. I just it's was just like, so man, good. I haven't listened to Yes Lod in too long. It's yeah, just so good. Mm, okay. Uh, I think for me this week, I've been listening to 20 Minutes by Lil Uzi Vert, one of uh, El Clasico's, if you will. El Clasico's. Yes, yes. And then uh, I kind of went back to like some, I don't know if this is an album or like a mixtape or what it is from Wale, Attention Deficit, but the song Mama Told Me, it's a really, really good track. It's very mm. like... Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds very Wale. We'll just leave it like that. It's very positive. Yeah. Wale's another. Kind of yeah, yeah. I know. So when I said when I was like looking, <laughs> I was thinking Wale. It. Yeah. I don't think Wale is that cheesy. He is. I he think he's kind of corny too. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He has his moments where he's not yeah, that cheesy, fine. but he is. He's really cheesy too. I haven't listened to just like a ton of Wale, but whenever I do listen to him, he's always just like like I love Wale when he shows up. I've never gotten into him that much. I had a friend that was really yeah. into Wale, and he always tried getting me into him, but... My, my problem with Wale... I just never tried enough, I should say. He's pretty he just, good on options. I think he's a really good rapper. I just think he just doesn't understand his fan base. <laughs> he doesn't understand, like, where he falls, like, <laughs> as a rapper. And so he, like, gives himself so much stress and strife. But anyways... Go ahead, man. Anyways, my two songs were both from my Discover Weekly nice. okay. um, on Spotify. I've been checking it out more because, I don't know, I've just run out of... I mean, I haven't run out of things to listen to, but it's nice having just a list of yeah. new stuff. But uh, the first one was I'm God by Clams Casino. That one's not oh new to me, God. but it was not on Spotify until, like, last year, I think. And it's just such a good song. So nice. I was listening to that. Um, and then I sent you guys the other one. It's Late Night by yeah. 454. No idea who this is. This is like their only song on Spotify, too. Um, they might have more on SoundCloud or something. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into them a lot. Um, that song is so cool. And I was like, this is good. I wonder who this is. So that's someone I'm definitely going to keep my eye on, see if they have more music at some mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah, those are my two. Good stuff. Oh, one upping me. <laughs> What was that? No song. Jeez. Thank you, everybody. It's a good song, dude. But like, you have to mention it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't listen to a lot this week, other than the Coda album, honestly. So I had to pick two songs that I did listen to. You know, honestly, I was I was about to pick a little Uzi song for my in rotation because I've been listening to uh, Love Is Rage two a a ton, and so I was gonna say uh, Pretty Mama, and I was. So I was really glad I didn't say that when you said 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, man. You gotta love Uzi, bro. Bro. That's what it is. It's not my fault he makes good music. Right. <laughs> it's not my fault at all. Thanks for joining us this week on In Rotation. 
To stay updated with when we're releasing episodes and what albums we're going to be talking about, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InRotationPod. And feel free to reach out to us and tell us how you felt about the albums and maybe even some albums we can do in the future. We're always open to interacting with our audience. So with that, thank y'all for listening and we'll see you next week.